0: 22-year absence. The Boston Celtics are NBA champions once again. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Seven seconds. They got military in range. I'll tell you, what Tom Brady just did, it, it gives me goosebumps. wide again for Tierney. Tierney's caught. Chief, top of the circle, Horton, the drive, score! The Bruins knock out the Welcome back to another episode of Boston Sports Extra Podcast. I am Anthony Crisanti. Uh This is a Red Sox edition, and I am joined by Justin Gonzalez and Porchi. What's up, guys? How are you?
1: Hey guys, what's hey, going on? What's up?
0: So we're we're back with another Red Sox edition, and uh, this team is still on a roll. Things are looking really good for the Red Sox. Just when you think that they're going to have a bad a bad game, uh, you know they they end up pulling out runs out of their ass, basically. Um, <laughs> you know, down by what was it five runs or something, seven to two or something like that, and end up winning like nineteen to twelve. Yeah, I mean this team is ridiculous. You, uh, there's they're on a historic pace, not only for the Red Sox themselves, but for you know a Major League history. Yeah. So obviously we got a lot to get to. Uh, Justin, I'm gonna let you start us off.
1: Yeah. So um, happy left-handers day, everybody. Are you guys left-handed? By the way, I'm not. I'm right-handed. I'm not. My daughter is. I'm an
2: ambidextrous every once in a while, but.
1: All right. All right. You don't have to show off. It's all right. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to know about that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just I just wanted to get that out to everyone. Uh, I guess I'm I'm right-handed, so it doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> so let's see. So the Orioles se- uh, series uh, four four game four game sweep that was great. Um, let's talk about Chris Sale. Chris Sale uh, twelve strikeouts through sixty-seven pitches. Um everyone was worried about uh you know how he looked and 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 his injury and everyone everything else before that start. um he reached hundred miles an hour a few times uh throughout the series uh guys did uh did that last start really uh i guess uh, reassure your thoughts about chris Sale's health?
2: Well I figured he was gonna be okay. I mean, it was just precautionary to begin with, but he pitched better than on a innings limit than what I expected him to. You know, hitting 99 and 100 miles an hour just multiple times, just being dominant on 68 pitches with 12 strikeouts, um, allowing one hit, I believe, just mowing down. Uh, again, the Baltimore Orioles lineup's pretty weak, but they yeah. still have MLB talent. They're there for a reason. Just being able to mow them all down efficiently and just just rendered them, made them look like a double A baseball team.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, and and it was it's it's very important uh, for us to see how he was gonna come out of the gate uh, in that in that start after that uh, little inflammation that he had um, in that in that in in the uh, coming weeks, I guess you could say. Um so that was uh, it, it was it was really cool to see him do what he what he did against the Orioles team. I know it's the Orioles, you know, no big deal, but they the Red Sox really treat the Orioles like a rehab start. I mean, they really do. They did it with Mookie Betts when he came back off the DL. Um they they're doing it now with with Chris Sale. They said that Chris Sale was going to be on an 80 pitch um <clears throat> limit. Excuse me. So, um you know, it I, when I when I'm on Twitter, I see everyone. Oh, oh the Orioles are a rehab start. I mean, they they really are a rehab start. I mean, it, it 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 is a little sad, but I mean, at the same time, you know, I guess you can afford to. I guess you can afford to put them out there for a rehab start if you're up nine and a half games uh, over the over the next best team. So you know, I, I I'm I I would be a little reluctant to say that I don't know if. Chris sale would have started if the division race was a little closer. I mean, on the one point you could say that, yeah, it's Chris sale. He's probably going to like basically dominate whoever you put them, put out there in front of him. But on the other hand, you could say, you know, if he's not quite ready yet, you would rather want someone healthier out there. Um, but regardless, they got it done against the Orioles. um, uh, I just want to go back to that other game where uh, they scored 19 runs. A bit disappointed, guys, that they didn't score 20. Um, you know, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, really? like. No, I'm just kidding. I am mean, just, just kidding.
0: <laughs> are you one of those Twitter people that, oh, my God, they didn't get 20. Oh, my God, Chris Sale, we didn't get our money's worth out of Chris Sale yesterday.
1: No, no. Wait, there are actual people saying that they didn't get their money's worth out of Chris Sale. The guy struck out 20. 12 batters in, in that, 67 Are you that serious? Was the biggest,
0: that was the biggest yeah. thing right after they pulled him. Why are they pulling him now? Oh he was God. supposed to be on an 80, 85, 90 <laughs> count pitching, you know, pitch count. Like, come on, the guy's rehabbing. I mean, what else? chance
1: you have to prove.
0: I mean, he did. Well, yeah, I mean, he's 45 out of 68 pitches were strikes.
1: Yeah, I was. I mean, yeah.
0: what do you want? <laughs> well,
1: you want him to go out right. there and
0: throw 120, you know, his arm get thrown off and I mean, would that make them happy? I mean,
1: th- it's ridiculous. Yeah. No that 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 is ridiculous. Like if if you think if you think that Chris Sale didn't get his money's worth, what what was what was the the strike rate again? It was for- forty five out of sixty eight. Forty five out of forty five out of sixty eight. Let me just do a little quick maths here. It's, it's like sixty
0: something percent.
1: Forty five, sixty eight. That is sixty six percent.
0: Uh, on a percent, re- oh, on a rehab, a rehab start, if you want to call it that, <laughs> to go along with twelve strikeouts, that is a, that's yeah, all you can
1: no. I I would I would say that he got his money's worth. So if, if if you are out there and you're complaining about the amount of work that Chris Sale had and or his production in that in that amount of work, uh, you, please just. Just go watch something else. Go watch cricket or, or something like that, please. You, you shouldn't be watching. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. yeah, you could watch soccer. That's fine. We, I mean, we don't Premier want it that. everywhere. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, so, no, uh, getting back to the the, the high-scoring game. Um, you guys worried about – yes, I know I know that, that we scored 19 runs. Great. Awesome, and when I say we, I, I mean not me. Um are you guys? Are you guys worried about giving up twelve runs to this Orioles team, though? It was it was mainly yes. I know it was Eovaldi. It was it, it was his first bad start with the Red Sox. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to have a zero ERA throughout like the the rest of the season. Like, come on, that's that's a little unrealistic. So, um, I want to go um, down. I want to go down the line. Yeah, no, I know. Um. I want to go down the line of the uh of the relievers. So Evaldi only went 2.2 innings. Um two and two thirds, uh for people who care about that. Uh 10 hits, four earned runs, one home run. Uh, you know, I mean it's just not not a good start. Um so workman comes in, zero earned runs, Pomeranz comes in, zero earned runs. And then you have uh, you have Hembree gives up two, Barnes gives up one, Kelly gives up one. Um, I mean, you know, what? And these are all these are all Aaron runs, by the way. Um, so are you guys worried about this bullpen? Because I know I was giving I was getting into some uh, some conversations and arguments on Twitter lately, and saying that um, you know, uh, people are comfortable with the state of the bullpen and i know that there's not much the red sox can do now they're less on the waiver wire order um if they did want to get somebody but um you know it's more pointing to the fact that should they have acted before the trade deadline um i mean you know the that that start says it all the offense can't they can't bail us out you know they can't bail out the pitching every single game. It's just, it's not going to work like that.
0: Well, you you Um, brought up a a perfect point right there after the all-star break. Obviously the offense was not clicking right off the bat. mm -hmm. So the pitching was, the pitching was holding their own from starters to bullpen. And then now that the bats have come around, you know, they know what they have. And if, even if the bullpen gives up a hitter there, you know, a hit, a home run or a couple runs here and there, as long as the offense, they're giving up these runs basically, after they got a lead.
1: Yeah. So yeah. it's
0: not like it's not like you know they're down four one and whatever, and the and, and the bullpen comes in, and then th- now they're down seven one, and they have to fight back from a seven one deficit. Most of these times that the bullpens are giving up runs is when they're already up. So as long as they can keep it to a, a minimum of what they're giving up, fine. I mean. Uh, you know, there's a case to be made. Should Hembry be, be out there, even pitching and, and and bullpen situations? Most of Red Sox nation right now will say no. If you can yeah. get it, if you can get an inning out of him every once in a while when needed, then, you know, do so. But you got to believe that come playoffs that, you know, Alex Cora and, these, and the pitching coaches are going to do have the, 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 perfect people in place uh, when when the playoffs come around.
1: yeah yeah and 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 I I trust in the in them once again you know they've been they've been leading everyone to the promised land um, you know thus far so I think they're they're gonna do great things like I've always said. Um, I do believe in 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 brazier uh, the new kid on the block in the in the pen. Uh, he has a 1.23 ERA, um, and I mean, he's just—he's looked great. He's looked great. I, I mean, you know, he—he he could uh, potentially turn into the into the eighth inning guy if we really needed him to. Um, Kimbrel not looking too too hot yet. He, I think, still has an ERA over seven. Um, you know, he'll eventually come back to what we're used to him. Um, doing what we're used what we're used to him doing um i mean you know when when you look at his stats he has worse stats when he has more days of rest when he has zero one day of rest he has like he has like a a, a one or two year right when he has like more than that it's it's not it's not pretty so i think that if you and and a lot of these other bullpen guys are like that um i mean Let me just, let me just see for, for instance, I'll let, I'll let you know right now. Um, Let's see. Kimbrel uh, zero days rest uh, in 12 appearances, 2.25 ERA. Uh, One day of rest in nine appearances. He has a one ERA. Um, uh, Two, even two days rest, uh, 13 appearances, 1.35 ERA. Then with three days of rest, um he has in seven appearances a 7.71 era so you know if you guys if you guys see Kimbrell um coming out on short on short days of rest it, just let him do his thing let you gotta trust that he's that he's gonna be you know he's gonna be the Kimbrel that we all know um i mean the numbers speak for themselves you know, you these guys got to stay hot. They they're not used to you know pitching like every once in a while. They they want to pitch every day, and that's what they're best at. So, you know, for for Cora to preserve the starting pitching, it's also good for the bullpen to get in to get in their work too.
0: Well, wasn't it like um, uh, before Kimbrel pitched in the in this Orioles series? Wasn't it like six six days since he got any?
1: Uh, well, that 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 was um I think before before he almost he almost imploded against the Yankees he he didn't pitch for six days yeah. um and then and and look what happened he loaded the bases and then let up let up let up uh I think I don't know how many earned run maybe one earned run only but he got very lucky he was tiptoeing around a loss um pretty close yeah yeah you but, know what but I mean? this
0: is your this is your high paid reliever yes your closer. Why isn't he out
1: there? Yeah, and I and I agree. But you know what? Like uh, when when the when the offense is doing when the offense did what they did against the Yankees and they were putting up so many runs, you don't need him out there for more than for more than a, a deficit of four runs. So you know, you, you I mean, unless to get I mean, honestly, like I I want to say even that that last game that he came out w- was that a safe situation? I'm not sure.
2: I don't believe it was no.
1: Uh, yeah, I think he just he just brought him out there just to get some work because it, it it was like 6 or 7 days since he got work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then and then honestly like even if it doesn't even have to be you know uh for the Red Sox, like if you look at, at at Chapman, when Chapman came in and blew that game against the Red Sox, that was like 6 or 7 days as well since he since he had work. So like what I'm what I'm trying to say is like that these guys that 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 work like this that they, you know, like they need, they need to, they need to come in like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, under, under three days of rest. Otherwise like they're going to be, they're going to be thrown off the rhythm. Um, So, you know, that, that kind of goes to my final point that if you see Cora, you know, pulling the starters early or whatever, and using the bullpen a little more, he's pre- also preserving the health of the starters. Um, so just keep that in mind, I guess. Um, are you guys worried about Iovaldi uh, after, after this one bad start?
2: Not at all. You you had to see it coming. I mean, he he pitched great his first two starts in a Sox uniform. I wasn't – now, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't too thrilled when we traded for Evaldi to begin with. He's been an okay starter his entire career, nothing like too flashy or eye-popping, you know? But at the same time, I figured, like, he have probably one good start, second start, probably implode, and then he'll find a balance throughout the rest of the season. After his first two starts, I was like, what the hell can this guy do wrong right now? But, but then, like, that's, that's just, like, the overhysteria of someone new on your team. And it just kind of took over, just, just, just kind of clouded that, that uh, vision that he couldn't do anything wrong. And, and then last start, I mean, 2.2 innings pitched. It, it, it's going to happen to everybody. It happens to every starter in the league at least once in the season where they they don't do anything because they just can't, and and that's completely fine. That's when you, are back to the bullpen. thing. that's when you're supposed to have trust in your bullpen and your offense to lead you to the victory. But yeah, there's 162 games for a reason. You can't really win them all. So right. But,
0: well, they didn't right. bring him in to be you know a number one, number two, exactly. And the rotation, they brought him in just as basically another another body. Yeah, you know, but of course, you know, with his first two starts in, in the in the Red Sox uniform, he did great, you know. So what your expectations went up, of course. Yeah, this is this is an eye opener for him. Now he knows what what to expect. He kind of knows what you know. People are going to come after him now because of who he's pitching for. It, it's fine. He he's going to find he's going to find a happy medium now. He he is a rental because if he keeps putting up good numbers. You know, coming out and pitching well, he's going to get it. He's going to be gone at the end of the year. It's already been talked about that he's already looking at a big payday,
1: and the the Red Sox are not going to have space for him. So, yeah, no, and and I mean, I I think I think it would be worth taking a look at signing him. Um The only thing you have to be wary, uh, uh, you know, is that he had he had two Tommy John surgeries. Um, you know, I mean basically one more and he's he's done, I I, I would say. Um but so far in his three starts, he's two and oh with a two point oh four ERA. Uh, I mean that is not anything to be worried about. A one point one whip, which is great. Um and I mean, you know, it's 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 good. It's not fantastic, but it's it's good. Um and I mean, you know, he gets the job done he's one of those he's one of the guys that you know he's not going to strike out every single batter but he's he's going to put your team in a position to win um i i wouldn't be worried about him i'm not worried about him you shouldn't be worried about him um he's going to do good i think he's he's going to really uh, contribute towards this team's success um uh you know uh, JD and Mookie, they keep doing things uh you know that are that are amazing uh, against the Orioles Mookie Betts, uh, 7 for 17 for RBIs uh, J.D. Martinez 6 for 15 5 RBIs um, they just continue to be the uh, the the headliners for this offense um, Eduardo Nunez Anthony your favorite player uh, 7 last 17 games 11 RBIs he's hitting a uh, he's hitting hit, hitting at a 3.19 clip with an 831 OPS um, he's really come around to be the Eduardo Nunez that we got last year. Um, any thoughts? Any opinions, guys?
0: After the All Star break, I said you're going to see people step up that they haven't heard from. Yeah, here's one. Here's one of them. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and, and this is this is what we brought him here to do. You know.
0: You know, J Even JBJ, he's coming around slowly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Couple home runs. What? Like, Not yesterday, the night before, I believe. You know, still, still doing it in the outfield. You know, it's it's playoff time. It's getting down. We're in the last. We're in the last stretch of the season. You're gonna start seeing guys step up that have been quiet, and you know, people fixing their mechanics that either they just haven't wanted to, or now that they decided that you know I got to make a change, and. We're at that point of the year now, and they're they're starting
1: to come around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Go ahead, Porch.
2: Uh, Nunez, like I said it last year, and I'll say it again this year. He was a steal. The trade deadline when we traded from him from San Fran, we basically stole him. And then being able to re-sign him just made our team that much better. Yes, he has trouble playing defensive second base efficiently. He, that, that's been noted all year. He's having around 250 average throughout the season. I don't know his slash off the top of my head. But it, he, he he's just that, that small guy who can just spray the field and then just unleash a, a load of power whenever the hell he wants. It, he's, he's a special type of player that a lot of teams wish they had, but they just can't develop. You know what I mean?
1: yeah no, absolutely. Um, you know, for me, for me, you you really want JBJ to kind of go on a cold streak before the playoffs start because then that means that during the playoffs he's gonna go on his hot streak. I don't I don't think that he's gonna be hot for the rest of the season, including the playoffs. He's just not that type of player. Um, his defense will always be there, but I think his presence at the plate it, it, it's either it's a light switch. it's either on or off. Um, you know, unless unless he finally found something, unless he's really, truly, truly, truly breaking out, then I'm all for it. You know what I mean? But uh, uh, history says that he's extremely streaky. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, this this offense can hold up without him for the rest of the season. And then, you know, once the playoffs start, if he wants to continue, um, you know, that hot streak. Um, then that's totally fine with me. Um, yeah.
2: I mean, but- no. The uh, light switch metaphor you just used describes his career at the plate perfectly. He, yeah. he he's just so inconsistent. You never know what Jackie Bradley Jr. you're going to get in the nine hole and the exactly. liner. A- as a pitcher, I'd be confused as hell to pitch to him because you don't know if he's going to rip rip three home runs against you in the triangle of Fenway Park, or if he's just going to strike out and maybe hit a ground out to first base. You you don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and his numbers the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, he struggles against the curveball. He doesn't have a very high average at all against against off speed pitches. Um so, you know, I, I I think if he can really improve on that, then then he can be as as good of a hitter as, you know, any of the any of the other guys, honestly. I, I mean his his velocity numbers are like are like top ten in in, in, in the MLB. Yeah. Um it, it's a very confusing process because you know like you you don't expect Jackie Bell Jr to be putting up those kind of numbers you know velocity wise but i mean he is he's barreling up pitches i mean and that's what you want to see uh you know in a in a in a guy when he's hitting so yeah. you know hopefully uh yeah i mean i'm i'm down for him to be keep to, <laughs> to keep doing what he's doing um you know and and just to kind of go um in this direction another really 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 important guy for this team has been Brock Holt how good has Brock Holt been i mean you know listen his his numbers aren't eye popping but he's been doing things in certain situations where i mean he's he's he always comes up in the big situations he has a 260 yeah. average he has a 697 ops like i said those aren't eye popping numbers but you know like he's just he's he's hitting where they need him to hit he's putting up numbers where they need him to put up numbers and i mean i think he's been as valuable to to this Team as almost anybody, honestly, I mean, you know, especially when you look at his his defensive uh, uh, versatility, he could, you know, put him anywhere to he, he put him to catch. Probably he'll probably catch. Yeah. I mean, so you know, I think that you know when you talk about stepping up, when you talk about next man man up mentality, you know, uh, put me in, coach. You know what I mean? Like anything like that. That that is Brock Holt's mentality, and I and I love it. I mean, I lo- I've loved him for. For such a long time now you know what i mean since he was a, an all-star in 2015 he's one of my favorite players right now uh you know part of like a brock star man Plays seven positions Porchy. i mean
2: as, especially after just the traumatic season he had last year like he, i i generally felt bad for him like i didn't yeah. know if he was gonna come back to at least this level of play for a while because vertigo hits you it hits you pretty hard yes but but he he's not only just being I wouldn't necessarily describe him as that clutch player but he's showing everybody that that lovable Red Sox mentality team that we've seen from teams past with guys like Ortiz, Ramirez
1: yeah no and and I mean it, it really it really is a shame that you know he had to really he had to really step up the club the clubhouse uh, vibe I guess you could say um in Hanley's in Hanley's absence. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Hanley Hanley is doing well. Um, you know, uh, but, but yeah, Brock Holt has really, has really maintained that, that positive vibe, uh, in the clubhouse. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's great to see. That's almost as important as anything else, honestly. So, uh, you know, we, we love to see that. Um, So, so that, so that's, that's the recent performers that, that we wanted to look at. Um, Anthony, did you want to add to anything or
0: no? no.
1: Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) So I,
0: I think we lost Kyle for the moment.
1: Yeah, I think we lost Kyle. That's fine though. Uh, He'll he'll either come back or, you know, we'll we'll just continue without him. But um, I wanted to go into uh, the comparison of uh, Miguel Cabrera and JD Martinez um, not this year. Obviously, Miguel Cabrera is out for the rest of the season. But um, in 2012, uh, Miguel Cabrera won the Triple Crown. Um, so I'm going to basically do a 113-game comparison between that Triple Crown season and J.D. Martinez's season this season. Um, Miguel Cabrera threw 113 games. 323 average. 965 uh, 965 OPS. Um, J.D. Martinez, 333 average, uh, 1070 OPS. So J.D. Martinez has him there. Um, Miguel Cabrera had 29 home runs, 96 RBIs. Uh, J.D. Martinez, 37 home runs, 104 RBIs. Um, and then you're looking at um, uh, Miguel Cabrera was walking at an 8.8% rate, and J.D. was is walking at a 9.8% percent rate so basically what i'm getting down to is that uh jd martinez is having the overall better season than miguel cabrera was through 113 games um miguel had 30 more hits so that that'll keep his average up i think jd martinez um you may see for a week that his average may dip a little bit um i think i think you know, like as as the as the season, you know, uh, comes down to the nitty gritty. Um, you know, it might affect him and his swing a touch. I mean, not nothing crazy, um, but you know, like th- these are hard numbers to maintain, guys. These are really hard numbers to maintain throughout the season. You know what I mean? Like when you're when you're talking about you know putting up. Uh, an OPS over a thousand for the entire season. I mean, that that's something very hard to do. Um, so do you guys think that JD Martinez has a legitimate shot at the triple crown?
2: The only man I'd stop him right now is Mookie Betts with that batting average. And yeah, I mean, as we were talking before the show started, if, if he can get this triple crown, he's got AL MVP in the bag. Yeah. But I just don't see him surpassing Mookie in, in the sense of just getting that average up he, he throughout his whole career. He's never had a high maintained average. I mean, this year is definitely an exception. I mean, regardless, his average is, is still, this is almost the highest he's had throughout his career in a single season. Right. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but just, just, just the level of, of play he showed this year is just, I think it's not only surprised everybody who's watched baseball, I think it's, it's surprised himself. I don't think he, he, I don't think he'd imagine a scenario where he would do this good in the Sox uniform. Right. I mean, I'm not going to speak for him because who knows? Maybe he, he did. I don't know, but it, it all depends on down the stretch. If he can just keep getting the base hits, just keep doing what he's doing. That's worked throughout the entire season. He might have a shot.
1: Who knows? Yeah. And you know what? Like when it when it comes down to it, this is a triple crown caliber season. I mean, you know, he's he was the first player at 100 RBIs, uh, you know, and I think that he's going to finish with the most RBIs. Um, I mean, he he might he might be the home run leader for 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 all of baseball when when it's all said and done. Um, you know, a, a guy to look out for that is Chris Davis on the A's um he's like he's he's hitting home runs that are at a at a ridiculous pace and i mean you know that just goes to show what the a's are doing right now i mean if you're the yankees and you got to face them in the wild card yeah. good luck they they are they they are about as good as, as an offense as as i've ever seen um so you know but to get back to jd um, I mean, he's he's having a, a ridiculous season uh, in a good way. So you know, I, I think even if he doesn't catch Mookie Betts uh, in the in the in the in the batting average uh, topic, I mean, you know, he's still it's 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 just unbelievable what he's doing in his first season. Um, so you know, hopefully he can keep that up. Hopefully he can uh, he can do a bunch of that in in, in the postseason for us. Uh, you know, so we'll see. Um, I just wanted to go into uh, a quick injury update. There's really not a whole lot to talk about here. Um, Vasquez is working out. He's starting to take some some uh, some pitches. He's start, he's starting to do some workouts uh, for for the catcher position once again. Um, Ian Kinsler is taking ground balls, uh, so he should be back soon. Um, and then I think Swihart is uh, going to a rehab. Stint soon, so they should all be back. Um, I think Kinsler and Swihart before Vasquez. Um, you know, guys. Do you do you guys think that the, they're gonna they're gonna be contributing to the team once again once they come back?
2: Always, I mean, Swihart was on a small tear before he he ex- got on the DL. Um, he was just hitting the ball really well. I mean, he was starting to finally keep up with his pitchers as a as catcher for the couple starts he got behind the plate. Uh, Kinsler is just, just Ian Kinsler. He's, for his age, he's one of the best defensive second basemen in the league. I mean, he was getting his foot in the door with the team. There, there's still some comfort levels to get through because he, he only played a couple of games with the team. A- and Vasquez, Vasquez is going to be a huge contributor. I mean, Leone's done really well catching, but he's always been a great catcher. Offensively, he's always struggled. But Vasquez coming back is just a huge plus for the offense. He, he's not a huge power guy, but if he gets a hold of a ball, that's it, he's going to send it way over the monster. And yeah. just, just the energy boost that he brings to this team from a defensive standpoint and just, just around the clubhouse and just being there, it, it's just going to – Boost the morale even more.
1: Right. I um I I love I love Vasquez as much as anybody. You know, I love having him on his team. But I, I want to read some stats to you guys, okay? Huh? Sandy Leon. We love Sandy Leon. You know what I mean? He he uh you know he's he's been doing some pretty good things for the Red Sox, okay? In David Price's last six starts with Sandy Leon catching. David Price is four and zero with a one point seven one ERA. Um, since June twenty one, June twenty first, okay, the Red Sox are twenty two and one when Sandy is 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 catching. I actually I think that's a little outdated. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's, more, it's, like, 20, it's more like 30. It's no it's like 25. twenty five. Yeah. Twenty is it twenty five? Twenty six and one, something like that. But they they still I mean they haven't lost since that stat. So uh, uh you know. It, Sandy Leon yeah so yeah it's 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 25 it, i think it's 26 and 1 you're right um whatever I, if 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 it if it means for the for the Red Sox to to win if they're going to win with Sandy Leon behind the plate then keep him there i don't care if he's hitting zero for the rest of the season okay he has some sort of chemistry with these pitchers that they love and they they excel with him behind the plate and you know what? What's the saying, guys? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, exactly. and you know, but it's it's not a bad thing that Vasquez and Swihart are coming back either. That gives the Red Sox a bunch of depth because Sandy isn't going to be able to catch everything. So, exactly. and so you know, it, it's important. It's important for them to come back. Uh, you know, come back healthy. You know, come back. Uh, we're at, at a point where like they can they can contribute. Um, but I think going forward, you're going to see Sandy Leon be the starter for the rest of the season. There's really there's no reason for for them to take him out. You know what I mean? Um,
0: well, while we're on that subject, I believe it was um, I believe it was Sandy Leon that was catching for Ievaldi um, you
1: know, his first two starts. Yeah, and then Dan and then, Butler.
0: Yeah, exactly. Why do you change something that works? Well, I mean, I get it that you want to use, you want to mix it up a little bit. But is Dan Butler going to be your catcher going in for the rest of the season over Vasquez and Swihart? No, they're not. So, why not stick with Sandy Leone, continuing to uh, um, work with him as far as going forward with this team as of now?
1: Well, I I think the th- the thing is is that you had so what what was that? Evaldi started Friday, I believe, right? He started that Friday. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So so you you didn't want um, so like if you if you start Stanley Leone um, on Friday and then you had the double header the next day, um, you know you uh, you had to start Dan Butler eventually. Um, so you put, know, put them
0: as one of the doubleheader games.
1: No, yeah, and that, and, and that's that's what they did. Uh, they they almost teams almost never put out a catcher for, for both games for a doubleheader. Um, so you know, I, I think I think that's 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 what they did. But I mean, you you had you had to see what Dan Butler was going to contribute. You know, regardless, um, I, you know, I'm ve- I take these stats very you know like like with with a with a grain of salt. Um, you know, yes, it has a lot to do with you know the chemistry you have with your catcher. But at the end of the day, you're the one throwing a ball. So you know, if you're not executing your pitches, I mean, it's not all the blame is not going to come down to you know. Um, yeah, but you know, it, who's who's behind the plate? You know what I mean? For
0: somebody for somebody that has played the game,
1: you have
0: you have a connection with that. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter that you have to locate your pitches, so forth and so on. But your catcher also knows what you're capable of that day, what you've been what you've been throwing, how where it's been locating, and, and can be able to adjust their calls to what you got that day. Yeah, you may not come out there with the best stuff, but you may be able. To, they may be able to work you around just to get you through that day. And yeah. it's obvious that Sandy Leon knows how to work with Evaldi already. So I I would think and I get it what Cora and them are doing. You want to get everybody mixed in there, but you should have, don't mess with chemistry yet as of right now. It, it would be one thing that if he went out on, on Friday and got rocked the same way he did, okay, well, something didn't work right there. How about we throw Dan Butler in there on, on his next start to see what, you know, was it the catcher or was it the pitching? My opinion. You want to add yeah. to it, yeah. Porch? Yeah, so did, I don't
2: know what what his magic is, but like Justin was saying, Stanley Leone has great chemistry with all the pitchers. But I think the main reason is he knows what the pitchers like to throw, their sequences in which they like to throw their pitches, and the locations of where it is as well. Because look back to when Vasquez is catching for price, sale, all those guys, they shake off – they shake off more signals than what they do with Leon. Like, for example, even when Iavaldy came on, I and his second start with the Red Sox, I believe, he only sh- shook off Leon four or five times the entire game. Right. And through eight innings. J- just to have be able to have that chemistry with even on in your second start in, I feel like that just makes the pitchers more comfortable, more confident in no- knowing that they have a catcher that's just gonna know what they want to throw and when they want to throw it. And it's just the more reliance that they have in themselves to want to be that dominant pitcher to make not only themselves look like the pitcher they can be, but make Sandy Leone look like the catcher he's doing. And that's just beyond belief.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and you know, you, you guys are making great points, but still you got to remember I think with, with the Eovaldi thing, it, he only had the two starts with Sandy before that with the Red Sox. So it, it is a small sample size. Um, but, you know, you, no, it it, it it still makes sense. Um, you know, I think Dan Butler, Dan Butler was going to was going to, you know, come in eventually. And, you know, I mean, we're not expecting a whole lot from him. I mean, he was down the line of the, of the depth chart. So, yeah. Um, Moving forward, I just wanted to go into. Um, I want to go into this Phillies, this Phillies series coming up. Um, there's uh, the two game, the two game Phillies series. Um, it's uh, basically uh, V two of the first series that we played. So you got uh, Porcello versus Pavetta. Uh, Porcello's fourteen and five. What a four point one seven ERA. Pavetta is seven and nine with a four point five one ERA. Guys, if you're betting on this game, take the over, please, because this is going to be a very high scoring game. Um, and then the start, the starts after that is Iovaldi, our boy, five and four with a three point seven four ERA versus uh, Vince Velasquez, eight and nine with a three point nine eight ERA. Uh, Velasquez has been a really good pitcher as of late for the Phillies. Um, but so as Ivaldi. so, uh, do you guys have any takeaways from this, uh, upcoming, uh, series against the Phillies once again?
2: I feel like it's just going to be what's left off from the last Sox Philly series of Fenway. It, it's, it's going to be very good pitching. Hopefully this time around the Sox bats are more alive. I mean, we are going to be facing, we are going to have our pitchers hit by, uh, what i meant to say and um the park's a lot different than what fenway is but as long as we can get the bats going early just keep our pitchers in line our defense is doing great and as long as things go well i don't see why we can't come out there and at least at least take one to two i, I don't see a scenario where we lose both games
1: you know, I don't I don't think so either, unless this the offense doesn't show up. That's the only reason that I can see the Red Sox uh maybe not winning one of the two games. Um, if not both. But um, you know, I mean this this Phillies offense just got better. They just got Justin Bohr, Bauer, however you want to say his last name. Um, you know, he's he's a he's a key piece. Um, you know, uh to that to that to that offense. Um and yeah, I mean you like you said you have you have Porcello hitting. Uh Porcello enjoyed hitting last season. Um I, f- I forget who it was against. Um but I mean he 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 loves it. He loves he loves his hitting, you know. Uh he, I think he he had a he had a big hit against the Braves earlier this season, right?
2: Oh yeah, it was the double that got launched way into the left Left
1: center field ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He 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 drove in a, a few runs. So he was he was hyped about that. So um I think in this in this last Orioles series he was uh he was holding the bat. He maybe taking a little bag in practice. I saw him uh, I saw him do. So uh so that was that was pretty cool. He's really excited to get to get to get his bat going. Um, you know, I think I think taking one out of two is is a realistic uh opportunity for the Red Sox here. Um you know they're they're uh, they're as of now, right now they're a first place team. It's very important for them to show what they can do against a first place team. Um, you know and uh, and maybe get a little redemption from that last series. Um, I know you're not you're not starting against uh, Nola, you're not starting against Arietta, but you know still I mean, uh, Pavetta Pavetta is a average to below average uh, starter, so that's their chance to get a to get a W and then. Um, yeah, have Velasquez, who who uh, who's been really good. So you know, it's it's important for us to get these two wins and keep that keep that division lead. Um,
0: I think they're going to go on. I think they're going to go on there. They're going to sweep both games and they're going to shut them damn Philly fans up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, they they uh, you know they came they, they came, came in to have fin- an opportunity. They came a Fenway talking too much shit. Yeah, no, I mean and and I mean that's just what Philly's fans do. You know, they come out of the womb talking shit. So uh <laughs> good, for, good for them, I guess. It's fine. Um yeah, uh, yeah, I mean so you know, I mean it's, listen, it's a two-game series, There's really not a whole lot to talk about. You know, we'll see we'll see what happens when they get there. Um and you know, we'll we'll probably we'll probably talk about the recap once once that series is done. Um but uh moving on here um, I just wanted to get into, I have a top five for the Players Weekend Nicknames for the Red Sox. Um, so, uh, at number five, I have David Price, Slim Duncan. At number four, I have J.D. Martinez, uh, Flacco. Number three, none other than Jimmy B, Jim Buchanan. That's Joe Kelly. Uh, number two, I have Brockstar. Number one, I have The Conductor, Chris Sale, because he punches them tickets. Uh, you guys want to talk shit about my top five? You got your own top five, maybe. Uh, you, you what? Are, what are your thoughts on the players' weekend nicknames?
2: Um, so I, I created a little top five myself throughout the recording of this podcast, and they're they're a bit different, but I can explain them as I go along. So five, I got Dirty Craig for Craig Kimbrel.
1: Oh, nice there you go. Yeah,
2: I just, I just find that name funny. I don't know why. It it, it, it just it just fits them, I think it's just yep. pretty. Uh, Pretty straightforward Four, i got the conductor for chris sale um took a while for me to click on why he was called the conductor and then it kind of clicked like oh yeah like 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 you just said they, they have to punch the tickets to get on the train so i was like okay that makes sense <laughs> makes sense yeah. so uh number three i have carita for rafael devers just got yeah yeah you gotta have like the little espanol in there you know what i mean and, and and it just fits him so well that fits him so well you, you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i mean uh oh uh number two jim buchanan uh who didn't laugh when joe kelly dressed up as jim buchanan throughout a uh, spring training that was just the highlight of spring training for everybody
1: yeah and then
2: number one slim duncan for david bryce just just out of all the nicknames he could have chose, Slim Duncan was the one that's going to be right above the twenty four, and I cannot wait to see that. I'm going to love every second of it.
1: Definitely, definitely an improvement from uh, last year when he did. Uh, he was a uh, Astro's dad. Yeah. He, uh, his 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 dog's name is Astro, so uh, I mean yeah. that 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 nickname was uh, you know it was okay. Slim Duncan's a lot better, so we yeah. we love Slim Duncan. Plus, we Slim Duncan, like Duncan don't. Uh, Yeah, I guess I guess so. Um, I guess that's what that's about. Uh, Anthony, you have your opinions about uh, Players Weekend. Did you want to talk about that?
0: No, I mean, I mean it's fine. I mean, it's it. I don't know. It's. I guess it's the major league's way of you know changing things up a little bit. They don't they don't market their players the way they should. They're not getting the you know the ratings that they should. So, I guess that this is major league's baseball's way of you know. Trying to step up their game, uh, you know that's good for them.
1: Yeah. No, and you know what? Like when you when you look back at like some of the older players, you know what I mean. Like, you know, I, I think that they would. It would be really cool to like, you know, uh, I one of one of my one of my favorite players is is Frank Thomas. You know, like how cool would it be to have a to have a, a jersey that said the Big Hurt on the back. You know, like, like how cool would it be to have a Ken Griffey Jr. With, you know, with, with uh, uh, the kid on the back, you know what I mean? Like, that's really cool. So, you know, like when you look at these, these great players, you know, down the line when they retire and then you, you, you know, like maybe if you even have one of those jerseys, you could say like, you know, like, man, like, you know, I, I got, I got the, and I, I, I love the conductor. That is such a cool name. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, like for me to have, to have, that Jersey, you know, like when Chris sale retires, maybe gets into the hall of fame. Like, you know, if he keeps these numbers up, like when you, when you, when you talk about making baseball fun again, like I think, I think that's really, that's a really cool route to take. Um, so I'm all for it. I love it. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't, I can't get enough of it. You know um, I think you sh- kind of what I want to see is a little consistency. Like, you know, like, uh, I, I think I think Brock Holt's jersey last year was Brock, uh, Brock Star as well. Um, so you know, like I think that they should just if they have a nickname, they should just stick with it. You know what I mean? But uh, for the most part, I, I, I love it a lot. Um, so I, I think I think it's a it's a it's a kudos on the commissioner and, and, and baseball as, as a whole. Um, so uh, so wrapping up, um, you know we'll, today's an off day. You know we're we're gonna, we're gonna wait and see what the what the Red Sox do against the Phillies. Uh, keeping this um, keeping this division lead up where it is nine and a half games um, exciting stuff boys we're we're getting down the home stretch uh, of of the regular season. I know it doesn't feel like it, but you know we're getting there um so uh, any closing thoughts guys?
0: I just want to say that the Red sox season is something to
1: behold. Mm-hmm. this team
0: right now could lose the rest of the games this year and still finish seven games over 500.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, real, real quick. Uh, I know. I know this is like kind of a hard question to take in right now, uh, since we're wrapping up. Is this the best Red Sox team you guys have ever witnessed in your life? Second. W- what's first for you? Oh, four. Mm.
2: That 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 team was just magical. I mean, yeah. I, yes, I was like maybe six when when that team played, but but just watching it from like. An older perspective I feel like it, it's taught me like like that team was just destined to win the World Series that team was just destined to to come back from New York and that team that team just had it like whatever the magic recipe is to make a
0: perfect baseball team that team was it yeah I think I think this team's right up o- right along with it when you're when they're down by three four I mean they, they haven't had to come back from many deficits but when they have they've really shown and that they can turn it on. Yeah. You know, it, it may take them a couple, a couple uh, times through the lineup. This, this team is very, very smart overall as a complete team. And I think that you can, you can kind of make, make the comparisons. Who's the better team. We have to wait to the end if they win the world series and then you can make that comparison a little bit more when you get to look back on the season to, um, you know, how the how these the '04 4 team or the 13 team or whatever, how they compared throughout the entire season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's the they're, they're good. They're good points. I, I think this is one of the best teams uh, the Red Sox have ever seen, um, you know. Um, I mean, how could it not be? You, you got to see, you know, the, they're winning. They're winning games at an insane rate. Um, they're on track to. They're threatening uh, the the one Mariners record, um, which is a, which is a big thing. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think they won 116 games. So that is right. that is insane. That is right insane.
0: Now, right now,
1: the Red Sox are on pace for 115. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you, that is. That's sick. It's sick. You know a First year manager, first year, first year guy like JD Martinez. I mean, it's it's crazy. So uh, exciting an stuff.
2: about that out right now on the website. Actually,
1: yeah, yeah. So 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 check that out. Check that out. And they're um, even saying that
0: Alex my might even win manager of the year.
1: I mean, who else would? Well, who else would? honestly, I I don't I don't I have I have no idea. I mean, I haven't even actually thought about that until right now. I. I it's definitely not Aaron Boone.
0: <laughs> you want to you know who, they, who, your, who your buddy Cushman said?
1: <laughs> what? what?
0: what? Who? The raise manager because they have such a trash team and they're still hovering around 500.
2: <laughs> the, the Red Sox are 50 games over 500.
1: His first year as a manager. I mean, you, you, there's no arguing that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't make any any sense whatsoever. I mean, I would I would honestly have the 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 athletics manager over that. I mean, that's that's a little nuts, but whatever. I, I guess. Uh, hey, when they tell you kids don't do drugs, you yeah, shouldn't
0: because, <laughs> you shouldn't because this is what happens to you when you grow up. You talk some <laughs> stupid
1: ass crap. Oh my god! But anyways, closing yeah. thoughts. Uh, we've talked about enough today. That's that's uh, ending on that note. Goes just go socks.
0: <laughs> Go socks! Yeah. Alright I'm going to finish this up Thank you everybody for listening to another podcast We seem to get stupider and stupider Every time we, get, we make one of these damn things But that's okay We hope that you that you guys are enjoying us um, You can find us Obviously you can look at the website www.BostonSportsExtra.com Check out the stories Support our writers They do a, a kick-ass job um, Even though some people don't think that You know They they do a good enough job, but hey, whatever. Can't satisfy everybody these days. Um, You can find our podcast pretty much anywhere that podcast can be found now. Uh, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Cast, um,
1: Spreaker. Spotify. uh,
0: Spotify, yeah. We just got on Spotify yesterday. Big Mm, deal there. Um, Look for us. Download us. Give us a rating. If you love us or don't love us andrew who cares <laughs> anyways um until next time go socks go socks thanks guys